Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 19th of April. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know at the start of your day so that you can start on the right foot. First, the Income Tax Department last evening issued a clarification saying that there was no proposal before the Union government to increase the capital gains tax to address the issue of rising income inequality. The post by the department on Twitter comes after Bloomberg reported that India is looking to revive a proposal to reform the direct tax system in a bid to reduce widening income inequality if Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government returns to power in the 2024 Lok Sabha election. In the aviation space, India's air passenger traffic in March was the highest in over three years and just short of the highest ever monthly traffic as demand soared. Air traffic rose 21.4% to 1.29 crore in comparison with the same month last year. That's according to the monthly data released by the Directorate General of Civil Aviation. The number was close to the highest ever monthly traffic of 1.3 crore in December 2019. Now, the Economic Times has reported that Apple iPhone maker Foxconn is likely to expand its manufacturing facility in India by adding two additional buildings at its site near Chennai. It is also looking to establish a research and development center in Bengaluru's Whitefield in what is a strong indication of the rapid capacity expansion in India by the contract manufacturer. In international news, Bank of America joined its largest rivals in setting aside more reserves as a growing number of consumers defaulted on loan payments. This even as executives dialed down fears of a looming crisis. The four biggest banks in the U.S. wrote off a combined $3.4 billion in bad consumer loans in the first three months of 2023. That's an increase of 73% from the previous year, according to a Bloomberg report. That, combined with additional reserves, boosted provisions at all four institutions to levels that were last seen in the earliest days of the COVID-19 pandemic. In other news, Rupert Murdoch's Fox News has agreed to pay $787.5 million to settle a voting machine maker's lawsuit, alleging that the network defamed it by airing bogus claims that it rigged the 2020 presidential election against Donald Trump. The network reached the settlement with Dominion Voting Systems after a jury was selected. According to the suit, Fox hosts, including Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, gave guests such as lawyers Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell a platform to repeat defamatory statements that Dominion had used computer algorithms to shift votes away from Trump to Joe Biden. The payout saves Murdoch and his son Lachlan from having to testify. All of that was a Bloomberg report. Now, you've heard of the wonders of AI, but the world's military leaders are now worrying about the militarization of AI. NATO, in fact, wants to strike a deal with China over rules outlining the use of artificial intelligence and other disruptive technologies in the military domain. That's according to the alliance's chief, Jens Stoltenberg. The organization is pushing 
to develop shared universal standards for new technologies, following up on an AI strategy agreed among the Alliance's members that outlines the principles for responsible use. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended largely unchanged and the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region are also mixed at the start. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Not too much to speak of in terms of global queues. Is consolidation the name of the game? Thanks, Alex. Uh, yes, it's become difficult to predict any kind of a trend in the market because there doesn't seem to be one existing except for consolidation. Though you, you have to admit that in yesterday's session as well, what you saw was uh, the Nifty extending the weakness that we've seen in the last couple of trading sessions into yesterday's session as well. So a bit of a no-show or a no-go kind of a move that we saw in trade yesterday. The key is whether there can be some bit of a pullback that can be anticipated in the near term. But the global queues are extremely flattish except for Europe, which did work okay. And therefore, we may not necessarily have a strong up move uh, expected in the session today. In, in terms of uh, other cues, the key asset classes are okay, except for crude and natural gas. And natural gas in trade yesterday went up quite substantially. And therefore, that is something to be watched out for in the session today and whether it has an impact on maybe specific pockets like oil and gas. Uh, and that's to be watched out for, for sure. Uh, the other aspect to keep in mind is that inflationary pressures may not be necessarily evident in India, despite these rises that we're seeing in, say, natural gas prices or otherwise. In fact, as per a note from Nomura, uh, they expect an extended policy pause from the Reserve Bank of India, following by an easing cycle, because they see that based on the daily price data from 1st to 17th April, their provisional estimates suggest that April CPI inflation is actually tracking below 5% versus 5.7% in March, which is maybe good news. Now, to specific, I mean, keep in mind, just before I get to specific stocks, yes, that indices are exhibiting resilience despite adverse news flow, but the queues are set or the quant indicators indicate that there could be a near-term downtick, so that's to be watched out for. In terms of results, ICICI uh, Lombard numbers were you would argue largely in line with estimates. No big changes except for the growth in GWP was lower than estimated. MK reiterates a buy. Uh, they have lowered the target price because of cost of equity. But almost everybody will tell you that while it's a good quarter, the stake sale, the potential stake sale by ICICI Bank remains the key positive trigger. Until that is out of the way, it might be difficult for people to make very large bets here. Crystal numbers were much ahead of estimates. Revenues were up 20% at 714 crores. Estimates were 677. Margins 24 and 28.5% versus 21.8% anticipated. Net profit at 145 versus 103 estimated. So that one could do well. Tata Coffee numbers were ho-hum. 10% uh, uptick in revenue, 20% uptick in profits. Uh, EBITDA margins came off a little bit. So maybe a bit of a pressure there. Uh, BEML will be in focus because the uh, subsidiary BEML land assets not subsidiarily, but the demerged entity starts trading from today. It kind of paves the way for privatization for VML. So maybe there could be some activity there. And watch out for the forging companies because JB Hunt, the US trucking major, uh, spoke about how um, there are demand challenges. And that could be a bit of a dampener for some of these auto comps. So that is to be watched out for as well. And needless to say, watch out for pharmaceutical companies. 
those are the ones that are making or seeing some heightened interest uh, at the bourses almost every single day. So pharma is a sector to be keenly watched out for. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. Have a great day.